0: We are live at the Hideaway, a couple seconds behind the normal start, but that's because uh, we were talking about a big wager. Um, (laughs) If you have a gambling problem. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're finally, we're back at the Hideaway. We love being at the Hideaway. It is, uh, it's a big, big time to be here. So four years of the Hideaway being in our lives. Uh, We love this place. It's our home. We're a horseman, baby. Home away from home. Good ones. Uh, It's one of our favorite places to hang out. Chad's not here because he's scared. I think is what it comes down oh, to.
1: Oh, I don't think he's called Chad out.
0: Chad's scared. <laughs> Chad of the hideaway is afraid of us. Let's put it like this. Chad's being healthy right now. Chad knows there's no way. There's no way, brother. You could hang with the and guys at the hideaway and not
1: throw back some beverages.
0: There's no way. And I respect you for, for taking the high road.
1: You've been called on that out, Chad. Wrote, We're waiting case, for you. All right, it's been too long. It's been months. I know you're out. He, he was at the Yankee home opener yesterday. Enjoying life. I kind of feel like I, I literally wanted to
0: interview Chad today because he was. He was at the Yankee home opener. Chad's one of the biggest Yankee fans out there, and he's not drinking. He's he's eating healthy. Like he's doing all these things. He's all these all those, you know <laughs> nerd things, as you would say, <laughs> nerd. Um, and he's at the Yankee. He's at a Yankee. Game. Where you know he goes to, he goes to Billies, he goes to stands, he goes to all the places. He's there, you know. He knows where the best chicken tenders are and all those things. And he had to be, had to be a good boy. He couldn't do any of it. So I'm, I was, I kind of was just curious to see how he was going to be uh, with it all. Oh, what's up? How about our guy? How about Tommy Grass? He's checking in from Yankee Stadium. Hey, Tom! I you, that Tom dedication right there. Appreciate at Yankee it. Stadium for Yankee Sox, Game Two of the season, which you will be able to watch right here at the Hideaway. An old Tommy boy here. He's Checking in on us, shout out to you, Tommy. We love you, brother. Uh, be safe, have some fun, and let's go, Yankees. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we, we are here. So, four years of the hideaway, four years of Levac and guys being at the hideaway. Uh, what's so about four years ago,
1: everyone had a chance to grab our balls for the first time. <laughs> we should have brought that back. No, it was a different time back then. Levac, the world has changed since then. You gotta remember, careful. No. Remember the beginning
0: of yes. COVID, like when it wasn't that bad yet, and everybody thought we were gonna be okay and we wouldn't have to shut the world down. And we just had like a designated ball grabber. Was it Sue? <laughs> Sue grabbed every, grabbed our balls for everyone.
1: I thought you were saying, course, right, that, Sue. that man who looked you dead in the eyes, guys, and said, I want to grab your balls. Nobody else's but yours. My, yeah, I do remember him, too. Hope he's doing well. If you guys
0: don't remember, grab our balls for prizes. Brilliant concept. I don't know who came up with it. Could have been anyone. Could have been anyone with any kind of brains. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, we put a bunch of golf balls in a bag. and They were numbered. And then you grab you grab our balls and you win a prize. That that was the whole that was the whole thing. My favorite part of it was the beautiful Lynn would be the one who usually held the sack held our sack of balls, and guys would come in here and they'd be like, and if you're watching right now on Techies Fire and Water Restorations Facebook, uh, on the Hideaways Facebook, or even Godzilla Media's YouTube you'll see, they would come up here and they'd be like, I'm going to grab your balls. And then here goes this beautiful blonde in front of with the bag. Like if that's okay with you, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind the opportunity to win a prize. And <laughs> which is like, it speaks to the clientele here at the hideaway, Cause you think it would be the other way. would be like, Oh, these two fat guys want us to grab their ball. Oh, what's up, hot lady. No, it's like, I won't get you. And then it's like, pardon me, miss. Would you be willing to help me as I try to procure a pair of Yankee tickets or some autographed memorabilia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. in
1: honor of today please don't do that if you come to join us the hideaway don't walk up and ask and grab our balls we will not that's guys it right before we oh
0: chad is here
1: oh chad look at that.
0: is in the house i feel
1: like music should be playing right now yeah like stone cold music if i had the rights to buy there he is chad, in the flesh. look at him
0: this is the first time i've ever seen chad and he's not hung over after being at yankee stadium <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah, know what to make of it i don't like it. how much torture was it yesterday not drinking and, and eating all the food at yankee stadium they won They won. okay <laughs> does that mean you're not going to drink or eat bad food until they lose <laughs> that well then our audio audience guess
1: what he said that's he, <laughs> right he said anything
0: for the team but i won't do that he went very meatloaf on us all <laughs> right um RIP, <R.R>. rest in peace uh you beautiful meatloaf bastard uh all right so because it is also the fourth anniversary of the hideaway that means it's the masters so they they, they coincide nicely together with the tradition unlike any other the hideaway and their huge deck. Um,
1: I wish Jim Nance would say that.
0: <laughs> we get, we, <laughs> just I wonder what it would cost to get Jim Nance. Like to, I, he's got to be on cameo. Everybody's on cameo. Yeah. We can just get him. Like all we need, and we only need him to say the words. We don't need him even in order. No. We could edit them together. Just have him talking about how Shut big up. Chad's deck is at the Hideaway. <laughs> can you imagine having Jim Nance? In him? It's like, <laughs> hello friends. <laughs> <laughs> hello friends. Have you seen the size of the Hideaways deck? Chad's got nice. the biggest deck out there. And right now, you can sit on that deck and if you don't mind getting a little wet. Wait, <laughs> wait, I didn't mean that. Uh, <laughs> Stop recording. That was even too far for me. That That's was right. even too far for me. <clears throat> um, and there's heaters out there. It's a hot, wet deck, everyone, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Hot, wet deck here at the Hideaway. Um, so, the Masters. I was so sure that it was going to be like one of the... I I, I, doubt, I thought it'd be like one of the unusual suspects. Like, you know, and I, I know... I know Shuffley and every has got there. They're all good. I thought it was good. Billy Horschel. I was all in on Horschel. Horschel, I was all in. I've got him I've got him in the top 20, top 10, top five and a win. But right now, he
1: is not the story at all. Scotty Scheffler. Eight under. He's not teed off his round yet. 250. He's scheduled tee off round number three. He's got a five stroke lead at (laughs) 230 here on a Saturday. Five strokes with two rounds left to go. That's really five strokes good. and you're
0: playing with it. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, three strokes. <laughs> it's questionable. But five, five, that's and right. and your
1: caps can be called. Right. Yeah,
0: you don't want to be doing that in public. That's that's a lot.
1: Uh, the fact that he's up five strokes and that it's kind of one guy he's going to blow it or anything else. <laughs> podcast, five strokes
0: and then you might blow it. By the way, Corey Greenwood says hi, guys. Lena's <laughs> oh, here. Everyone's here. Everyone's here having fun. You should be here as well at the Hideaway.
1: Do you like it more when
0: someone has a big lead when out a stroke in front or blow it?
1: What? It could potentially blow the lead, or do you like like seven or eight guys in every stroke matters Because some people, like myself,
0: you know, that I'm such a child that every time you talk about like strokes and everything, I'm not going to be able to <laughs> have a reset. realistic conversation with you. Everything's going to go right back to my wee wee. Um, so, like, I, I like it, it really, it, it's all going to come down to tomorrow, honestly. I like some drama to it 100%. But if somebody's like tracking them down, like all right, Tiger has played. Far better than we thought he would. Day one, Tiger looked phenomenal, and now he's you know he's he's still he's still in it. He looks the most important thing is he's still walking, he's upright and breathing. But like somebody like Tiger tracking him down on Sunday would be okay. Now we're in. Now we got a thing. But I think it just you got the you got the feeling he's gonna he's gonna run away and hide.
1: Yeah, and the reason I've kind of found myself liking it with one person with a little bit the of stroke an and the blowing over at the top. is that the the chance for a meltdown is always there. And look, look, you got like six or seven guys in the mix. That's fine. Like you're more than likely going to see a few of them miss the shots they need to. Like that just comes with the number of people in contention for a top spot. But when you've got somebody with the four or five stroke lead at the major and you tune in on a Sunday and it's the 16th or 17th, and you think he's going to put it away and he puts one into the water or he puts one into like, you know, sand trap? That is just as entertaining golf for me as anything else. That makes it more humanized we'll say right like anybody could go out there and play guss and make that same shot so some people love golf especially now with the gambling Hold aspect too on. your favorite thing is when they screw up You're a dick. of course you're just a in dick. golf no you're no what dick. do you mean these poor people have worked
0: their whole life for this and you're like i hope they fail miserably
1: there is no more entertaining golf than watching people melt down that is the yes, best there part There is when somebody just dialed in when somebody's just one hundred percent dialed in, that's when it's the best. Oh, because I've already seen that. This is what happens when you grow up with Tiger Woods as the person. I've seen the dialed in golfer before. I need more meltdowns in golf. Is what I need. You see
0: the text we got? I don't even want to. I'm afraid to even hit play on it. Is that one of the Hideaways' it's just, favorite
1: sons, Jared Lozier? It's, I don't know. Like it just like, like.
0: Would you even hit play on that? Would you hit play on that? <laughs> it looks like he's wearing a, a beer can bra. Look at it.
1: Tortuga. I yeah. think it's pronounced. Enjoying it? the music festival <laughs> out there. You guys
0: just somebody walked up to him like if that that's your insurance guy, you're like, you're like, he does a great job. And then I show you that and you go, um, oh, the rates are good.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the rates are strong. The rates are strong. I know what I want to have this happen right now. 518-956-3753. That's Jared's number. All he said all said he said was
0: the word tequila shot. <laughs>
1: The man's living life right That's now. That's all he said. Jared Lowe's here. Northeastern Insurance. 518-956-3753. J-A-R-E-D-L at ne Email him right now on the beaches of Tortuga and say, I would like Is a that quote. Is Tortuga. Is there an R in there? I don't know. Tuga. Get a great road. Wrote... I just <laughs> an R in a right. <laughs> double R there in Spanish. Are you, are you okay? Jared Lowe's here. Northeastern Insurance. <laughs> He's only had half a Bloody Mary, everyone. Thanks lot, Jared. Half. I blame you for that botch.
0: <laughs> yeah, how do I? How do I blame mary's Not to be trifled with. I've had a full one, and I'm actually speaking perfect English, which is completely out of the ordinary. Two guys, well. <laughs> that's gonna be guys at the end when the wife has come pick him up. <laughs> I like the, 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 the um,
1: so about Tiger, do you want to see yeah, Tiger yeah. higher up there? Uh, people are very split now, more polarized than ever. You and I have done so many Tiger conversations when it comes to masters and majors. I feel like we go to the same old, if Tiger's in contention on Sunday, the ratings go through. We all get that. But I wonder if it's better for golf now, if Tiger's like kind of in contention, but like a new name is the one oh, that goes towards no, the future. I Actually, this is,
0: I think for the first time ever, everyone likes Tiger. Because like now he's like, well, now he's the comeback story. You he smiles wow. once in a while. Like, I think him winning now is good for everyone. It's not like even I, who was against him because everyone else likes him. Like, you know me, I, I have to be contrary. Contradictive to whatever else wants, even I want to see him play well. I just don't think it's possible for for the full time. But he looks good. He's barely limping, like he, you know. And even when he does limp, it's not the whole time. He's getting he's getting where he needs to be. He's hitting the ball well. I I got I got a feeling. What three three or four tournaments from now, he probably wins because he looks like he's he's working out the the issues right now that he's having with the different swing and everything else.
1: I wonder if Tiger is going to be, like, a guy who only plays, like, a select amount of golf tournaments throughout, like, you know, was he kind of already doing that, though? Yeah, he was, yeah. Like, he kind of shows up for the special ones because, like you said, there have been times through these first two rounds where Tiger has looked really impressive. There have been other times where he has a bad shot, and you're like, okay, he's just going to call it quits. Like, he's just going to walk off the course and be like, enough is enough. I'm not putting myself through any of this stuff. He is definitely... But the few times, maybe in his entire life, and that's not an exaggeration. He does have an underdog feel yeah. to him. And that's even He's likable. He, right. And even when he won his most recent Masters championship a few years ago, right? Like, yeah, was he the underdog? Kind of. But we just hadn't seen it post the drama in his life. And this year, he's probably not going to win. But if he's at least playing well on Sunday, people will tune in to watch that story of the Masters. Not who
0: who's who's who can make the comeback? Who can actually press this thing? Like who's I, who's the one that you were like, okay, it's 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 not completely over because so-and-so, uh, you know, Matsuama or, I, I
1: you know. hope it's Justin Thomas because I wagered on him. I I'll wagered on him in Rory, and Rory's too far back now. Justin Thomas has been playing really well. Was, so a Dustin Johnson in your life wouldn't suck. Justin Johnson was gonna be the other one I was gonna I, mention I
0: bet on him this morning. <laughs> Every day DraftKings like gives you like a boost. Every single day of the tournament. So I'm like each day I put five bucks on somebody different.
1: That's the one cool thing about golf. You can bet five bucks and actually make some quiche. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you think golf is a sport? We no. talk about legalized sports wagering. <laughs> Do you think golf is a sport will find more popularity than ever before because of how high the numbers are? Like you just mentioned yeah. DraftKings' boost, right? Like you're gonna get favorites at thirteen to 1, 14 to one. And if you hit on a golf masters winner, you're gonna keep betting on golf because those numbers are just so high. What's well, like horse racing, except for the fact that You still make money on the favorites. Yes. You know, but yeah,
0: I I definitely think it's one of those. And you can see it too. Like when you, when the, when you're on the apps, the specials tell you where they're trying to push you. Like they tried to push me towards hockey all year. I just don't know enough about hockey to bet hockey. So I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I I wouldn't find one. Like if we were going to a game, like if Chad said, Hey, the hideaway is going to do a bus trip. We're all going to go see a Rangers game. You know, a mess square garden and hint. um, I would, I would probably go deep. On the Rangers that game, no matter what, because I'm there and it's you know, I feel like I'm I'm involved then. But as far as like just a random Tuesday night betting on hockey, I just couldn't do it. I just it wouldn't it wouldn't mean anything to me. Unless you call me and we're like, just found out sabers blah 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 blah, they're gonna they're and they're plus whatever. Yeah, no, then I would do it, but I'm not gonna be into it. But golf is one where you just pick a person that you like watching swing the clubs, even if you just wanna watch the name go up and down the ticker. And you throw some bucks for me five bucks. I put five bucks on Brooks Kepka, who you know, at one point was approaching being the next big thing, and I could have won a bunch of money. Now he let me down,
1: prick, but 50 to ones, 75 to ones. I'm good golfer, yeah. You can get somebody at like 25 to one, and then like the third round rolls around like it is today, just trail them again. And every single time, just keep going with it like that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be wild to have it like that. So uh, do I, if I had have bet out how right now, goes out. I would still bet Scotty Scheffler to win. I think he's got too much of a lead right did now. Did you bet him before? Uh, I did not bet him before. Should have So to my you said still. still. So you still would have bet him. So like I, nothing has changed between like the numbers we were talking about, right? Like those 50 to 1, 75 to 1 payoffs. Like you could probably get a huge number right now on somebody else. But it's hard for me. What do we always talk about? Value, right? Like this guy's got great value. Yeah, but is he going to win? Like, right. How about I bet on somebody who's going to win? Five strokes is a pretty – I know I have Justin Thomas, but if I had to you know, get 10 bucks right now, I'd put it back on Scheffler. But if he – I mean, if
0: he falls two today and then three tomorrow, there you go. It's all over. It's all, it's all done.
1: You got me there on that math.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, like you I
0: said, I, I, thought, I thought for sure a little Billy Horsall was going to work out for me, but uh, not so much. I don't think anybody I bet on before it started is in contention to make me money two Billy Horschel is right now he's plus five he's not having he's not having a great match. that's not good that's not good he's tied with uh, Tony Finow who I also bet to come in the top 10 um
1: <laughs> enough of FeNA I bet him every single major yeah he's just you, fun Tony he's just fun Your weird ankle
0: all right so they make the cut yeah you're seeing Adam Scott at plus 12. The best comeback in the history of golf. He's huh. coming. Here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> he's gonna make. He's gonna. He's gonna start creeping up the board. Um, Listen, if if you're thinking about golf too, you definitely want to get yourself over to the Hideaway. You don't have to be a golfer to enjoy the Hideaway. It's it's a fabulous place. The food's phenomenal. The the staff is always friendly and engaging and happy to be here with you. But you start to look out over that course. And you start thinking about the tournaments that are coming up and all the great things. And um, always, always, always want to start here at, at the Hideaway. Like start with the the 19th hole first. And then and then work your way out into the course, and you'll be happy the whole way through.
1: Good advice. Like, yes, that's right. <laughs> I tell you, when um, as soon
0: as like Coach Ware and a, co- a couple of the other players, who had, everybody who had been here before, even Darius Prince, who had never golfed before, he golfed here at Saratoga Lake Golf Club. Um, first thing they all said to me, "Hey, you're uh, you're guy, uh, Chad." You think you can get us out there for a couple of holes? And you hear Coach Manas in the back. We win three games. You get to go golfing. You don't get to golf until we're three and zero. We're three and zero. You get to go golfing. I'm like, I'll sneak out on a Sunday. Don't worry about it. Uh, but that's the first thing. It's not like, hey, the back. How is everything? How's your daughter? How's this? It's like, hey, uh, Chad over at the Hideaway. Can you get us out of Saratoga, Saratoga Lake? Can he, Can you do that? Can you? Yeah. All right. Well, I know. I know how
1: I'm, I became popular. That's that's all right with me though. I have I'm a lot, I have a lot of questions about the Empire. I want to. Tomorrow's Media Day. I have all the questions good. I can ask you. I want a little preview, though, of Empire Media Day. But before um, we do it, so we're going to be the players, yeah. the front office, um, staff
0: will be there, the media will be there, season ticket holders, fans will have a chance to come in all day. Packs.
1: There yeah. you go. That's all you need. No, to no. no, it's not. Nice try. Very all good. I, 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 hang on a second. This is so different because we've done a bunch of different media days before. You've done um, NFL media days before, we've done local college media uh-huh. days before. Knowing you, it uh-huh. feels like this is going to be one of the most entertaining media days because of what you just said there. The combination of fans, media members, players, coaches, executives, all in one spot, all together, all on a Sunday, I think is going to have a feel like I've never had a media day before. Like, well, I mean, I can that's the hope. I'm going to interview a player, then somebody runs by me maybe, like, you know, gives me tickets and tokens to hop on a ride. Is that what I'm going to get tomorrow, mid-interview?
0: I, I mean, it's it's, an, it's 100% possible. Uh, Apex is, has been one of the places that from the very beginning said they would help us out and we'd be a part of it and have some fun. So, um, they wanted to do it. We want to do it. And I thought to myself, hey, if I can have media day and shoot zombie somewhere and maybe bowl play shuffleboard all at once, I'll, I'll do that. That'll, that'll work out for me. So yeah, it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be a good time. They've uh, set up a separate room for us and everything of that nature. But, um, I think the, it's, it's a little scary for me because, this is the first time we've had a chance to do a media, like a true media and, and you know, fan event outside of the actual game since I've been in charge because of COVID. So hopefully everybody shows up. You know, I feel like I invited everybody to a party. I got I got all the cool stuff. I ice sculpture and you know, all the like like you know, there's beer on ice, ready to go or whatever. And I don't know if my friends are coming. So <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see. But that's what that's also why we did an Apex.
1: You figure one way or another, we're gonna have fun.
0: Now, <laughs> one way or another, we're gonna have a good
1: time. Now I think I should interview like C say in the zombie actual game, like me C say, and then like a kid <laughs> just sitting
0: there like that's C- way better of an idea. C say was one of the, a couple of players that we brought over to uh, Elevation Ten K yesterday to because we're gonna uh, we're gonna unveil this year's uniforms on Tuesday, so you can see the new uniforms of the Empire on Tuesday. um There's like four or five video games there and stuff like that. I don't think you want to have video games around when you're trying to talk to C say. My man gets into it. He's a big gamer. He, well, just he he, he has fun. So say, see see there's there's Brandon say outside the white lines, video games, fun stuff, everything's cool. Inside the white lines, oh look, there's your offensive lineman's head. <laughs> the way it's <laughs> supposed to be. The way it's supposed to be. No, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we're excited about it. We we really hope that everybody comes out and uh, and shows, show some, you know, support and everything, and, and just really gets into it. We we really want more and more people to uh to come and just just realize we're here, you know, because we're back full open at the arena. Uh ticket sales are going well, but I want to make sure everybody comes and supports this team because it's a special team already. I I've, I've seen a level of camaraderie from this group that we had I have never seen before. So I'm excited about
1: it. You know I've been annoying you for the past month about this because I was excited about it because I know this is going to have such a different feel. When we've covered Uh, NFL media days before there's a rope that actually like if you're a fan of the Rams if you like the Bucs, what they won't let the fans interact with the players during media day if you are a college program there are chances you don't let freshmen talk or hey uh, you're only going to get this amount of questions in time with an athlete and we're not going to let fans there's a lot of restrictions when it comes to that I'm sure you will at some point during tomorrow be like all right, maybe we got to back off on this one. But right now it's one of the most <laughs> wide-open times if you're a yeah. Capital Region sports fan to interact well, we're, with athletes we're giving and the, everybody We're there, giving yeah. the
0: media a uh, window before anybody else can be there. Just a quick window to, to kind, of, kind of set everything up. Um, but they're going to be able to keep talking to people throughout. You know, obviously we don't want, like, you grabbing Brandon Cissé and, like, you know, and Hobbs and McGruder and everybody and, and going off in the corner and not letting anybody talk to them. But then season ticket holders are good at, like, an hour where they're, it's just them because they're our season ticket holders. They're our backbone. And then everybody's welcome. And uh, and Apex has been amazing. Like what they're like. What do you want? What do you need? What do you want? What do you, how can we do this? We want to. We want to play. <laughs> we're in. We're, let's have some fun. So I, I think it's. I think it's perfect for what we're doing. I, I really do because, again, you know, there's going to be guys on this this roster right now, that probably aren't going to get. You know, people are might walk up and say, "Hey, it's nice to meet you," but that's that. You know what I mean? So this way. If you're if you're one of those if you're Darius Prince and everybody's coming up to talk to the reigning offensive player of the year, there's time and there's places and there's everything you do. You know, if you're if you're me and you're trying to fade off in the background, yeah, a little little shuffleboard with me and my quarter <laughs> over in the corner. That's that's what that's what it'll be. And if and if you just want to you're just looking for a, a day out where you, you you know, you said before you show you the, the day, it's rained for two straight days. Get inside, come have some fun, say hi to the guys, and then go play. You know, that's the, we we kind of just built it to be Interactive, you know, it's just it's just fun, you know. It it's more like the media parties for the NFL than the media days for the NFL. Yeah, in my that's mind. A good way to put it. Yeah, I like. Except that. for the players are there, <laughs> so <laughs> you go with it. But it's it's um I, I'm hoping it works and it, it's good. And if if it doesn't, if it's not like one of the best times everybody had, it'll end up being my fault. So that's fine. Shout out to all the
1: great sponsors yeah. that make it happen. Techies yeah. and everybody else supporting the Empire this season. Kickoff, Leveque. Oh, man, I uh, botched here. it. Oh, <laughs> no, it's too late now. I don't. Right. All right, Levack, it's almost here. There you go. 14 days. 14 days to kick off. There you go. There
0: you go. See you look, you just got to look over. That's all. You just didn't you stop paying attention. There you go. <laughs> but uh no, it's that, that's going to be fun. So we're looking looking forward to that. As far as camp goes, guys are working their asses off and uh we should have a lot of fun. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I just see I see one of the I see this beautiful woman walk out of the back and she's smiling and waving and then I noticed that she's got poop on her shirt.
1: You like know, Ohio State sweater. Yeah, from there, right? yeah, hoodie, yeah. Well, it's sweatshirt. I'd probably be
0: better if it was poop. Uh, Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, not no, no bueno, no bueno. Then, especially today. Actually, I probably can't even be mean to Ohio State today. Yeah. I gotta walk that back. I won't be mean to Ohio State for for one day.
1: Should we do that real quick? Yeah, yeah. I think we should real quick. All right, go ahead. Dwayne Haskins, unfortunately, uh, tragedy strikes today. The former Ohio State quarterback, former. Quarterback for the Washington Football Team, Pittsburgh Steelers, passes away today. Twenty four years old. Just shocking. When I got yeah. that text today, that crazy to think about somebody so young and having their career cut short and life cut short that fast. And actually, was my
0: I was thinking to myself a couple of times when we started talking about that quarterback room this year because you got Mason Rudolph, who I think we all I think we can all admit Mason Rudolph most likely was not going to end up being a starter of the Steelers unless something went horribly wrong in that locker room. Um, you know, I thought Haskins had a chance to actually compete for, for the job. Um, but that was going to be something I kind of wanted to, you know, I figured him and Trubisky would fight it out for the job and then maybe just maybe he would take the job. So I kind of like, we almost always do a show where it's like dark horse, dark horse predictions. Um, and I know this means nothing at this point, but. One of the things I was going to say is that Dwayne Haskins was going to win the job to be the quarterback of the Steelers because I thought maybe that stability that he had in, in a Mike Tomlin organization could could propel him forward. And the fact that the Steelers didn't go get a more, you know, renowned quarterback than, than Trubisky, that maybe just maybe they thought, you know, there would be a good competition between these two to see who could take the job. Um, and now we'll never know because – of, of this, he was hit by a car. Like yeah, uh, the details of
1: everything is still coming. A out. dump
0: truck, they're saying now.
1: Yeah, on a Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening of what happened and how it happened, and uh, I I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to cover him a few years ago at the Heisman Trophy, and I've said this that he saved that Heisman Trophy ceremony day because the other candidates with him that year, the finalists, were two and Kyler Murray, and they're both known to not be people who talk or express anything about their careers. They're very like. Shy, I don't think it's even the right description of those two. So Dwayne Haskins had to basically like fire up the crowd and get people engaged and everything else to show off his personality of, hey, we're at a great moment here where we get to not only represent our families and our friends but our universities. And so I was fortunate enough to cover that part of his career. Uh, Now that when it comes to athletes passing away, when it comes to the tragic endings of their lives, what's happened here in 2022 – is people like Adam Schefter are taking a lot of heat for how the news is presented to the audience. I'm not sure if you saw this, LeVac, but uh, Adam Schefter originally tweeted out that Dwayne Haskins, former Ohio State quarterback, who struggled with his time for the Steelers and Washington football team, and then added the details of his death. People are wondering, why do media outlets have to add these tags? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, you don't. I hope like today Schefter's mistaken. He went back, deleted the tweet, and then edited the tweet as if no one saw what Adam Schefter tweeted. With millions and millions of followers for young sports journalists or writers or hosts we don't have to add that to the first paragraph to get the clicks you know like we're pretty sure we know who that person is and a lot of people find it super disrespectful if that's how it's defining his life a hundred percent
0: but i think i think what it happens is because i think not you know not to this degree but I've i've done it myself in the past where it's you hear that one voice like like when we were doing the terrestrial radio show, we'd get a bunch of comments, a bunch of calls, a bunch of stuff, and, you know, 80% of them would be positive. And I would hear those, and they would wash right off. 20% would be negative, and those were the ones I would answer. Those are the ones that would stick with me because uh, for whatever was wrong with me. I've changed, I've changed that. I've made a point to to work on that and change that. A guy like Schefter, and you've met him, he's a robot. Like, he's a machine. And I, I think it's he's become – he's so – good at what he does of processing information and getting the this news out to us that emotion comes out of it for him um that's 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 my belief so i think in his head when he's putting that together it's twofold it's it's this is a real statement he did struggle and i'm going to say it now so that somebody doesn't fire back at me in a little while I'll Go well You said NFL quarterback, but I mean, really, you know what I mean? Like, I think he, I think it was like a preemptive strike mentally for whoever was going to be the first comment to go, it wasn't that good, which that person is a turd and you shouldn't let them factor into how you process or deliver information. But I, I think, I think that's what it was. I think it's one of those, like, I need to fit in every factual thought I have right now, because if I don't, someone's going to air quote, correct me. And then I'm going to have to deal with that crap all day.
1: Yeah, there's a little bit of a disconnect for reporters. And it's sometimes a personality thing where you described it as being a robot at times for some of these guys in sports where it's you're not building human relationships with people. You are building stories for your employment, which is even more an interesting contrast for Adam Schefter because he took a lot of criticism a few months ago for building such a human relationship with Deshaun Watson's camps and Washington's camp and, you know, joking around, calling each other uh, Mr. Editor, Mr. Reporter, mm-hmm. Boss. So he had to put, you know, this almost salesman attitude on for some people. Right. And then when he doesn't put the personality on, he gets criticized. He did resign with the ESPN. I know a lot of people thought him and Woj were going to jump to DraftKings and other spots and say, imagine the power an insider can have when you report an injury before the game and how much a line could swing. But they decided to go traditional media. Yeah, and this well, is, you know, money. Yeah, there you go.
0: There's a lot. There was a big debate about that too. Like, what, what's the point in paying them all this money when they they break the news on Twitter? Because the, and I was like, I was sitting there. I was like, listen to some of them. And it was one of those times where it's like, man, I wish I could still just call in or walk into that room or whatever <laughs> room you know, or or other stations or whatever like I used to be able to. Because it's like because everyone says ESPN's Adam Schefter. No one, no one like very few people just say Schefter or, or ESPN Shefty or whatever they say ESPN first. So ESPN does it to, to, you know, keep control of the flow of information and and to, be, to continue to be the name that everyone says when when you do go to those Twitter handles and everything else. But at the end of the day, just you know, guy 24 years old, you know, and uh, it sucks. It's it, uh, it's it's terrifying. That it, I'm I'm very curious when the details come out why he's walking on a highway. You know, I don't I don't know. It sounds like it's just a horrific accident. It all just a bunch of a bunch of things came together. And I guess it's not even really important why he was walking on the highway, but like my brain has to go a step further and kind of understand why a guy who was so talented and like maybe, maybe he never would have been a star in the NFL. Maybe would have, maybe wouldn't have. Who knows? I, I don't know. He, the, the knock on him coming out of college for the people who were willing to knock on him was he didn't have enough snaps in college. So, you know, maybe he's a guy who goes to the XFL, who goes to the, uh, what's the uh, USFL? Comes to us, you know, right? Yeah, Yeah. and get snaps, and then all of a sudden, two, you know, he's ready to play, or you know, maybe just just backing guys up, and you know, backing up Big Ben Roethlisberger and everybody else would have been ready to play. But even if that wasn't, even if he wasn't NFL guy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the world. You know, I mean, just because you're not one of the, you're not not top thirty-two doesn't mean you're not top one hundred. He could have made a living in it. He could have been. He could have been something, and and we'll never know now because you know he's walking on a highway and gets hit by a dump truck like that's so very sad um i'm very 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 sad so we'll uh, we'll pivot out of that and I'll try to get Chad to tell me what I'm going to drink next cuz okay I like Chad, that. what am i drinking next well you're sober <laughs> but you those who can't do teach <laughs> that's
1: a great way those who can't do what, teach i don't know
0: what booze is I don't, anymore. Know, I don't even know what alcohol is i don't even that's unsweet nice tea <laughs> oh god who are you what have you done what have you done with my chad it's a no longer hanging chad nobody wants to <laughs> hang with this chad uh is that like a monitor what is that was it you have a heart monitor on oh
1: man i
0: didn't even know you had a heart it's know, not it's heard not heard it's that. It, like a month from now when he's 100 again he's gonna laugh at that joke like right <laughs> now right now he's calling too me soon, and, too yeah, soon yeah right now right now i'm, I'm a dick but in, in a month
1: <laughs> She comes, she sees my name on the board and comes in. And she's like, Oh, I had this when I was twenty-five. Oh, really? So you remember
0: when I had heart surgery? I said,
1: No, the only other members that I wrote on Facebook. I hope they find
0: the heart of there. For it. for everybody watching live, you couldn't hear that because uh Chad's a little off mic, but he said, um, they asked him when he went in. So he did he some heart stuff going on. He's getting he's gonna get healthy, not to give out all the details. But um, uh, when he went in they asked him to be a a history family history of, of, of this kind of stuff any kind of heart disease and he's like no and his sister who happens to work in the hospital is like well yeah this happened when I was 25 you remember I had heart surgery and he said I just remember writing on Facebook that I hope when they opened you up they found a heart in there
1: it's
0: so, good. This is, so you have a so, so, so that's a karma patch that's a karma patch right there i'm now thinking about all the awful things i've said about my family members everybody move back <laughs> <laughs> everybody just move back <laughs> but uh yeah no, we're just happy you're good we're happy you're doing yes. well man we do love you brother um now that that gushy stuff's out of the way get me a beer bitch uh <laughs> i love you <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do beer i don't know no more mary's that's, that's that's like vegetables I love chat.
1: How about, is this beer toasting to the end of the New York Knicks season? God, LeVec, it's terrible. What happened? Like, what, what, do happened? What, happened? What, what do you mean what happened? What do you happened? mean what happened? Just because
0: you, your only knowledge of the Knicks' existence started when your boy Mello got here. This, What happened is the Knicks. That's what happened. See, this is what happens as being a Knicks fan. They give you a, a glimmer of hope, and then they stomp it out like it's a rhino on a Fire in the wild. By the way, look it up. Rhinos will stomp out fires in the, in the Ooh. bush of Africa. Uh, if you're ever having a fire in Africa or or, or uh, even Australia, I think they're there too. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe maybe may Africa only, but they will stomp out fires. They'll do it. I had no idea. I'm going to Google it later. Yeah, tonight. It. Rhinos and videos. fires. Rhinos and fires. Man, they'll do it. They, they'll aggressively come stomp out fires. Aggressively. So they just this is this is what they do. They the worst part is this roster is. Better than last year's roster, but didn't play better than last year's roster. The coaching staff's another year established, yet didn't coach as if they were another year es- established. Um, Leon Rose is on a freaking milk carton. I don't even know where he is. I don't know who runs the team above Tibbs. Like I it's just it doesn't like, <laughs> yo Leon, you see Leon Pookie, you seen Leon? Nah, I see Leon? Oh, nobody seen Leon. I don't know like where is this dude. While well, things aren't going right, um. Everybody's and, and of course as Knicks fans, we're all looking for that quick fix. There's no such thing as a freaking quick fix on this kind of team. You've got you, you've got Barrett. Everything else has got to go. Everything else, if if somebody wants it, take it. Ob 2 Are we If that's what it takes to get pieces, I don't want them gone. But I mean, realistically speaking, if that's if that's the piece that gets you an AD, if that's the piece that gets you, uh, a, you know, even a Zion, even Zion's fat ass, get him in here. I don't like whatever it takes. To get better, you got to do it. And I'm not saying flip coaching staffs right now because that's you do that too often. You've got to give it a chance to stick. So if Tibbs thinks that there's a there's a player out there that makes this work, you put them, you, you go get them, you go get them. And, you, and then if it doesn't work this year, that's when you look at Tibbs
1: and go beat it. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a mix with you on this because I'm with you. There, you're sweating on my ring. And by the way, when you were hitting the table, the ring was hitting it. So I'm like, oh man, he's, gonna, he's like knocking for something. <laughs> so look, there's a combination of, Julius Randle got so much hype last year. He was truly in the discussion for the MVP because of the increase of oh, success the Knicks had and because of him like he got a lot of love. Now from the moment he was awful against the Hawks. He's almost Ben Simmons comparison isn't right but his oh, career way, changed because of that. Yeah. You
0: said you said the name. So I'll just go ahead and do this now. Our boy Gurk is back. And he'd like everybody to everybody F Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank,
1: you. Thank you. Clown face. Right. So, like, to a lesser extent, Julius Randle just wasn't as good. However, in comparison to Philly, Philly wanted to be done with Ben Simmons. Like, it got to a point that was just reckless, like, he's got to go. The Knicks have had faith in Julius Randle, almost to the point that Tom Thibodeau didn't have to, but it seems like he's decided, okay, either our star is going to be Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, or Obi Toppin. And he went with Julius Randle. And as of right now, R.J. Barrett was way better this season in comparison to his other past years. And Obi Toppin, I know it's the end of the year that's a meaningless game, but he just had his career high in points the other day. So it's like, Obi Toppin can still play. R.J. Barrett's but, really good, but they <laughs> hitched their wagon to Randle, and it's he's well, just not as good. And, but but the Randle
0: thing worked last year because the team was willing to play defense. What was it, 20 games ago, 30 games ago, that the, they interviewed him and a couple other guys, and it was like, they literally said, we look at the same film, we break down the same stuff, we have the same instruction, we just don't do it on the court. So it's like it was – and I, like, people talking it like, Tibbs wasn't doing the job. Randall was telling you, the players are not performing. So whatever's different this year to last year is the problem. So was it, you know, bringing in Kemba, you know, instead of having D-Rose out there all the time, was it – was a lot of these guys thought they were special because they had a decent year? I don't know. I just, I just know it's crap. And then, and when you bring up Obi having his best game, why did we have to wait so long to see the younger players? Right. You were, you were out of it. I mean, maybe you weren't mathematically. I'm mad. I, I, I Matt, I'd never heard this before. So there's the magic number for how much you need to. The, the tragic number is when how many to is that lose. a new thing on the internet? I heard it. I heard it from somebody, and I went, "Why in the world have I not been saying tragic number?" So like, you're, like the Knicks, the second the Knicks tragic number was like four five and there was like 20 games left you should have just been like f it here's here's the young guys let's see what they got because who knows if you had done this from the rib if you brought all the young guys out from the rib or the, the second you knew that you weren't going to you know roll into the playoffs in some variety or at least at least have a, a legitimate shot of being anything higher than the play-in team you should have been seeing what you have with these young guys you got a lot of good young talent I don't remember saying Emmanuel Quickly's name this year at all. Like yep. at any point during the season, Obi Toppin, like you, you see him on Sports Center, he do he make the top ten for a dunk, and you go look at his stats, and it was like the three minutes he was on the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it just it's, and, and I get it. Tibbs is under a, immense pressure to win now because he made the playoffs last year. But if a smart organization looks at a guy like Tibbs, it looks at whoever they bring in and say, I don't need you to win 30 games instead of 27 games. I need you to win as many games as you can while showing me this team is headed in the right direction so that I can go get better players around these players, so that I can get more tickets sold, so that I can sell more gear. And then if you're doing that, if you're giving me hope, if you're giving this fan base hope, we're going to keep you employed. But struggling to get a, like one or two more wins?
1: Bullshit. It's just off. No, and and Levesque, to add to that, right, like Tibbs and the whether it's stubbornness, whether it's old school, however you want to describe it, that, hey, this formula worked before it's going to work again is spreading across the NBA, like almost to a point. It's not even making sense. Like we'll use the Hawks again for an example. Right. Hawks are a great example of this because the Hawks with Kevin Herter and Trey Young get all the way to the conference finals last season. But the Hawks offense was basically Trey Young going down the court and launching up every shot he wanted. Wherever Trey Young is on the court, they're like, you know what? Uh, We won doing that last year. Why don't you keep doing it? Well, because it's dumb. Like, you're not Steph Curry. Stop doing that. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies are the second-best team in the Western Conference. They played a lot of games without John Morant, and they were good without John Morant. So is Memphis thinking, like, you know, maybe we don't need John Morant. Yes, you do. Stop (laughs) it. The Pelicans made the playoffs without Zion. Oh, well, maybe we don't need Zion. Stop it. Yes, you do. Like, there right. are like these little examples of, hey, basketball is a different sport where when you take one of these guys off the floor, you're not going to completely crumble. But for some reason, coaches, and Thibodeau's an example of this, get so stubborn of, no, 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 this is going to work. It makes too much sense. Well, we're seeing like multiple examples of the NBA. A mix up is fine because you can still find ways to win doing it.
0: All right. Uh, Corey from Greenwich, Max Kellerman said, if Lakers wanted to trade Anthony Davis, but you'd have to take Russell Westbrook with Knicks, would it take that offer? <laughs> I disagree. Davis maybe plays 50 games and Westbrook never pans out. Um, Yeah, but you know what? That's an NBA trade. It would depend on what you were sending over, right? So here's the thing. I heard that Max Kellerman theory, and it was you're going to give up whatever you have to give up to get AD, and they're throwing in Westbrook. Now Westbrook is an expiring contract. If I take that contract, I'm not giving you a bunch of stuff too. You're gonna get you're gonna get a couple draft picks because it's AD. But you're that's a net negative. Like taking Westbrook on is a net negative. Like that that lowers your side of the trade score. So like I heard Kellerman saying, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. So you he wanted the Knicks to give up like RJ Barrett, first round picks, whoever else. And take on Westbrook's contract to get AD.
1: No, no, I don't get it. I don't get why the Westbrook AD thing. I know Anthony Davis was hurt, all so right. you could say like maybe they would have played better. To, okay. I just don't get that trade at all. Like, well, I'm saying if I could get AD
0: and I only have to give up like one first round pick and a, and a couple twos or something like that, and I got to take Westbrook too, or or, or give you here's what it is: if I can give if i if I ship Randall and a one, and you send back AD and Westbrook, I do the deal. More, I do the deal, more, maybe two ones. I don't know. But. Okay,
1: more proven talent. The Lakers might not be good, so you could still get some right. draft picks. I, I guess some get some expiring
0: contracts. At least it's something different. We, you know, the Unibrow will be very
1: in style here in in New York. My criticism was going to be that Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, even as veterans, haven't won. I know they got a championship. Westbrook's been to finals back in the Thunder. Anthony Davis won the championship with LeBron, but separated from LeBron, you know, those guys as I guess, LeBron esque. I don't know if they could do it. Right. And, Look, right. I could have the same criticism about Barrett and OB top in and Julius Reynolds. Fine. Like, I guess maybe LeBron's set the standard too high that he have to go after these superstars. Maybe I'm still a Zion fan. Like, I would like to see right. Zion down oh, low and see yeah. what happens. And maybe his price well, is lower I, I, than and I think been.
0: Zion with Barrett works. Yes. But I also think AD is catnip to other stars. So, like, other stars look at you and go, wait a minute, they got AD now? Like, even if it's not real, like even if it's not, even if it doesn't make you marketably better, they believe they perceive you're markedly better, and I can get more players to go with it. I just – again, the, the thought of of taking on Westbrook and his contract
1: – No, Levesque, don't do that to him.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then you telling me that I still got to give up a king's ransom. Peace out. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. Me taking on Westbrook and his contract negates, like, two assets that I was going to send your way because now I got to pay the guy. I probably to leave but i you know i gotta i gotta take care of that you know basically what you're doing is you're like you're sending me the grenade <laughs> like like if you want the hot chick you gotta take the grenade too and then it's like yeah oh, okay and you gotta buy me a bottle whoa wait a minute she's not that hot <laughs>
1: she's there's, not that hot there's a story that circulated on twitter that uh, according to Frank Vogel, reports had said that. Hey, Vogel said, "Look, if you get a rebound, just bring it up the court. We're all good enough. We got enough good players. Just handle the ball." And Westbrook right. said, "No, I'm the <laughs> point guard. Right. You will give me the ball." Right. And I know that wasn't from ball sack sports. That was from a legitimate source that actually said that. <laughs> ball sack sports.
0: Um, All right, but let's. Basically, what happened is the Knicks are the Knicks, and they suck, and they're miserable, and uh, but they're my team. So this between now and. About three weeks before the next season starts. Actually, when I start bitching about how terrible the NBA draft is, it'll all be around me (laughs) falling in love with whoever they draft.
1: I've got two other New York teams to get excited about, though, Levesque. But before we do that, Mohawk Honda, this spring, go get yourself a new vehicle. It's so awesome this week. But tell you, I don't know if it's about the spring. I don't know if people are thinking about prices for their vehicle. More comments, more emails, more texts this week than I think I've ever had about Mohawk Honda. Hey, uh, what about this ride? I've had this car for this long. Don't ask me. I can't give you any <laughs> advice. I appreciate you reaching out to me to get a hold of the great people at Mohawk Honda. Brian McKenna, Cam McKenna, Greg Johnson, Lindsey Heritage. Could run through the names. I saw those guys. I hosted the plate change challenge. How'd that go? Really fun. Everybody, um, just keep going. Hey, guys, and oh, all right. <laughs> can't tear it was there. My little guy. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, That's my little guy. Shout out to Colton. He was the winner this year. Colton Crow, the winner. Oh, yeah, he I thought won it was, this year. That was Dalton Crow. It is definitely Dalton Crow. I thought oh. of Dalton Castle. I confused all the crows, and I thought about the sting. You know, the Crow 94. <laughs> Shout out to him. He won. <laughs> Mr. Crow, I'll call him from now on. You know, you know
0: Shannon's here. Her kid works over there. You might want might to get it right while you're sitting here. It's gonna... just this Dude, what happened today. to my drink, too, by the way? I thought I was gonna Mohawk on
1: is your spot. Stop and They're open on the weekends as well. 2022 Pilot EXL. That's my vehicle. I'm going to nail that one because I know that's true. That's sitting out there. I got to drive that back from Syracuse this past weekend. Mohawk Honda, stop in on the weekends. Follow them on social media. Still leave comments on that plate change challenge. Congratulate the wrong people for winning. They my always favorite. go out of their way
0: to please you. My favorite is, uh, you know, I'm also in the Mohawk family. I got the Mohawk uh, Silverado from Mohawk Chevy. So, like, I try to do the old servant leader routine when it comes to my guys. You know, like, the hey, you know, I don't have anything great. whatever. Whenever and then I go get my truck, they're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, that's 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 some new trucks. Awesome. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. It's it's, uh, you know, I, I, it's, and then I just peel out. I just flip them off. I put my, I put it in sport mode and I'm out of there. Uh, I know time for the little people in my silver rod. It's the only thing I own that's of value. I'm out of here. <laughs> Come on, well in This, this ring here for some reason is important. <laughs> I just love that guys. We're live at the hideaway. And, uh, while we're here, um, amazing special going on if you pay for a beer you get a beer um and the food is great so those that's the amazing special that's going on that's today. right <laughs> <Here> <laughs> the happy birthday uh, um, uh, make sure you check us out on techies fire water restorations facebook as well as the highways facebook as well as Godzilla medias youtube Gaz, i got a hot take for you Levan. i'm oh, sorry
1: involving this new york team this new york team did the buffalo bills and re-signing stefan diggs Bill. for over 100 million dollars 70 plus million dollars guaranteed is that the best signing of this NFL offseason? Not trade, because I know there's been a uh, lot of trades. I was say. But signing, like to solidify the future for Josh Allen, for the chemistry they've built, competing against the Chiefs and the Bengals and everybody else, all the contenders of the AFC. Digs like chicken in, long term. <laughs> Is that the best no, signing hungry. of the offseason? You know,
0: instead of going through and looking at all the, the, the stuff that's happened this offseason – you got to start to just believe in what the Bills do, right? Like Bean and McDermott together are just good. They're just good. Bean makes smart moves. McDermott puts those moves into into action. They're just good. So when they made the move to get Diggs in the first place, I remember people going, "What is this?" and this. And I heard like a breakdown, and I started looking at some of the stuff I, I was I was being told about and he was the best bad football catcher in the league. His catch radius is obscene, and he would catch passes that were rated as subpar passes better than anyone else in the league. So here's Josh Allen, who's still kind of finding his groove in the NFL, throwing the football to digs, and he makes these, like, leaps forward, not steps forward. Well, that means something. Like, that tandem, those two together means something. So being able to keep them together – for years and years to come is brilliant it's smart now you have to accent that you have to add and build around it but they have seem to be doing a good job of that as well so basically what i'm telling you like the long-winded version the short version of what i just said is i trust brandon bean and sean mcdermott if they think signing an extension to digs was the way to go then it was the way to go
1: for a comparison to guys like rogers right like 200 million dollars okay that's just blows my mind but we know what Rodgers can do and the Packers hope that he's going to bring them maybe one or two more Super Bowls whatever it could be for the expectations for him all the other signings seem like they're reacting to okay we've got a lot of salary cap we've got some open holes teams are hoping you know there's like a little bit of a risk involved with other free agent signings so if you add that plus your Raiders brought in Devontae Adams and mm-hmm. gave him a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins gave Tyreek Hill a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And they know the bills that if they wait another year, Could whatever, be more. there you go. Yeah. So And if you're a guy like an A.J. Brown, a D.K. Metcalf, there's a reason probably you haven't been traded yet is because those teams might think you're not going to be as good this season well, and they don't want to pay you right now. So, yeah, it's a great signing because going to be better.
0: Forget about money. Where's the discord? Where's the issues? Where's the drama in Buffalo? Right, none. There's nothing. You just took it all, away. and you can't tell me that anyone else on that team is going to look at look at what Diggs has done for that offense, for Josh Allen, and go, ah, I deserve that money more than he did, because he, they're going to get beat down with pillowcases full of soap in the locker room, because it's not <laughs> going to have like like Diggs is loved there for with, with good reason, and look like, just the just the visual of what was it two years ago with him standing on the field looking at the scoreboard in just sheer pain and disgust because you lose to Kansas City that resonates with the Buffalo fan. Like you got a player who actually cares as much as you do. That's, that's not easy. You know what I mean? A lot of these guys are paid mercenaries and, and, and rightfully so you got millions and millions of dollars being put in your face. Look, dude, as much as I used to love our old radio station, if uh, if Fox Sports had walked in and said, "Hey, LeVac, here's twice the money," I'd be like, "We are."
1: I <laughs> <On the> love <laughs> Travis. Right. he's the best. I've right. always said right. it for on years. It's on the way,
0: on and, if, and if, as soon as that contract was close to the end, if, if the four letter network had come back in and said, like, "Here's double that," I'd be like, "Yes, I love the clothes." Sports Network, you know, keep going. Like, what? What is? Pick one. You know what I mean? Like, that's that. got. He got. When there's that kind of money on the table, that's the thing. But in these windows where these guys truly grip on to the to the community and the passion is there, like it is for a Bills fandom, it's just it's it's special and good. Get it done. I think it's a brilliant move. I'm not gonna say he's the best signing of the offseason because I didn't sit down and go through each one of them. But again, I just trust any move the Bills make now.
1: As of this moment, it feels the best. The draft's coming, so we kind of have a better balance of Ooh. who's actually better for what fit. This sexy oh, mama the walking man. up with beers, the best. To help! Careful! Let's yeah. get it right. He's got it. He's got it. I trust, trust him over hands, the machine more than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. you what you, am I drinking here? Uh, Mad Jack Red. Ooh, my face right there. Uh, what the deal did by oh, the way? Yeah. What's up? Let's is go. uh, it made the Bills the Super Bowl favorites. So at this moment on DraftKings, if you're to wager on the Super Bowl 2023 uh, team plus 650, the Bills are listed as the favorites. uh yeah? I don't know if
0: you noticed, the Raiders added uh, Devonte Adams. I'm just saying they should probably be the favorites. And Chandler Jones. Yeah, and the Jets yeah, the Jets. The Jets almost signed some players. They, <laughs> the Jets are on their way, though. I, I see I like I, I legitimately think that Sala is is big big game Bob is is Salah, Dude, Stop
1: calling him big, big game. Bob. Bob. Big game Bob
0: Salah. He's not. He's, I think he's he's the right guy for the job. I think they're I think
1: that's a real team. I think they're really becoming something. They got a big night coming up in a few weeks on draft night. Some yeah. picks. That's gonna be a big night for the future. Of the Jets, and I'm sure Jet fan. Yeah. They've heard that a few times before, but it is for Sala, for the staff, for Douglas, everybody. That's a big, well, big and that's the thing.
0: Douglas, I, I think the thing I like about Douglas is I don't think Douglas cares if we like Douglas. Like, and that's what you need from a GM. You need a GM who doesn't care. Like, you, you need a GM that approaches you the way your mother did when it was time to eat your damn vegetables. You know what I mean? Not like my mother did with the vegetables. Like, I don't care what you do. Just go away. Because you know, I, <laughs> I would just talk until she left me alone. And now look at me. Um, no, you need you need someone who's going to tell you to take your medicine, and that's what he's done. He's 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 sat there. He'll fall asleep at games because they're boring, and uh, doesn't care what anyone says to him because he's he has a vision of how he wants to build this team. And now he's got big game Bob, and they're going to go get it. Tell GMs and head coaches to stay off of Twitter. You don't mm-hmm. need to
1: win the Twitter war. You know, just not team presidents. Team no. presidents
0: should be on whatever they want. That's right. <laughs> they should <laughs> go wherever they want, want and do whatever they want. Um, but so, no, I, I think I think you. The, the East is is starting to finally look like it used to look. Miami's good Patriots are still the, not still the Patriots but pretty close no Buffalo is a favorite to, to win it all and the Jets are building. They're not as good as the AFC West I mean that's the West is
1: friggin obscene that's crazy the West is going to be a, a friggin bloodbath. Uh, you mentioned the Albany Empire and the team president. I've heard, you, I've heard of them speaking in third person. What? but Tomorrow at the uh, media day, you might bomb into our friend Alyssa from Lily and David Fine Jewelers. She said she well, might make an appearance. I'll just keep well, her she, whereabouts. She break
0: the rings out.
1: Yeah, there you go. There's the rings, guys. If you're looking for that great gift for maybe an upcoming wedding for yourself, the engagement ring right there. Route 50 Shops of Wilton's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience. I'll show off my <laughs> ring right there. My wife is hanging out away Mine's from me bigger this than weekend. Yours. It is is bigger than mine if you want a larger ring lily and david fine jewelers will help you find it engagement rings wedding bands ask for a custom albany empire We'll see if they'll do it for you or <laughs> elissa to propose for you i'm curious at right this right point now. what you can get at lily and david fine jewelers i hope
0: somebody's gone in there and been like Alyssa, is that real like will you help me like there's like a shy guy wouldn't it be great though because like Alyssa's no nonsense though like i could see Alyssa like you go into lily and david you go she helps you pick out the perfect engagement ring and then you go, Alyssa, can you, can you propose for me? And then Alyssa looks over at her and goes, she's not worth
1: it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Find what you're looking for this spring. Lily and David Fine, Jielder's anniversaries, birthdays, her style, her fashion, and more. Check them out on Facebook as well. And if you end up being that first person who has Alyssa help you with the proposal, you could just keep it between you and her. And we won't shame you here on the LeVangos podcast. Somebody's got to be the first to do it. And we will congratulate you. Not shame. I, dude, seriously, like the,
0: the number one thing I've learned from Mike Quarta, who is the owner of Tech East and the owner of the Empire, the number one thing I've learned from him, because I'll go, dude, I don't know how to do this. He goes, you don't have to know how to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't, know how to, I don't have to. That's part of my job. He goes, no, we'll bring somebody in who knows how to do that. Like, if you don't know how to do it, ask for help. You know who knows how to take care of this stuff? I'll listen.
1: I'm a little jealous of that piece of advice because now I'm thinking about my proposal, and I'm like, well, I actually did ask them for advice and then yeah. ignored it. Right.
0: Well, that's that's typical. You're terrible at taking advice. You're terrible. Guys, you're on fire.
1: Eh, I don't know, not
0: really. It's probably not that bad. <laughs> you should stop dropping roll. Nah, I don't want to get dirty, but you're on
1: fire. Meh. Meh. Get to it. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Lily and David Find All
0: right. Um, Oh, is, Corey needs attention today. Corey from Greenwich. Me, Corey, I even go in there for a ring. LOL.
1: <laughs> Corey, next time you go in there, that's tell the, them tell minute, that's, that, that, please. That's, that's, that's,
0: the, that's the thing right there. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They even got Corey from Greenwich engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Corey and Gaz have women Yeah. because of Lily and David I was just thinking about it now. Who is this Corey guy? Good. <laughs> this is like, there's a picture. What do you mean? There's a picture behind the counter. Get this guy out of here as fast as possible. The guy, this is a man who tried to pay with sweet nuts and, um, and maple syrup. That's what <laughs> the, there's a picture of him In oh. there. Ban this man.
1: Uh, Levec, your Yankees. How about that? 1-0, baby. How made about me, that? Made, made me wait. sweat. Made, you made you me sweat and for sweat,
0: it. 1-0. Yeah. Uh, you can't go undefeated for the entire season if you don't start 1-0. That's mm-hmm. just the way it works. That's all there is to it. The Red Sox gave him a bit of a fight, but, uh. End of the day, this weren't enough to take down the old Bronx Bombers, my friend. And I noticed we haven't heard from our boy uh, Jim inside the walls today. No. Because we have that little oh. side wager going that Donaldson's going to be better than story. And Donaldson happened to hit that uh, walk-off uh, that walk-off hit. Got it done. By the way, first time the Yankees have uh, won an opening day and in extra innings on a walk-off since 1957. Whoa. My buddy Mike Allen gave me that stat.
1: A great stat. It's a great to stat. Count. I don't know
0: if it's true. Don't care. Sounds good. <laughs> Look it up. Sounds good. Like it.
1: Like well, it. Let's start with four
0: five. Be here to watch the Yankee socks right
1: here at the hideaway. Let's start with Josh Donaldson, though, because Josh Donaldson, former MVP, Josh Donaldson. Did you have the same reaction that I did when that he I saw... looked kind of good with the shade face? Thank you. That's exactly. it. Were you really going to say that? I was going to say Fuck. Josh Donaldson. Look at him. He's studly right there. He looked like a different person. When yes. he stepped to the plate because he got the shaved face, nice the hair. hair's nice a little right. To he he kind of reminds me. I think you'll understand this more than maybe anybody because of, of, of your past career. He looks like a redefined rocker. You know, like the guy who's got like the sleeve tattoos and maybe the hair was a little crazier. And now he's got to get like the suit every day and the hair. Right. He feels like a little mix between a redefined rocker. He kind of reminds me. Of- he grew up. He reminds me of Dave from Elevation 10K, actually a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can tell in the past he lived a different life, but now he's he he feels like a different person. in Josh there. Elevation
0: 10K, Dave. It's still yes, in there. Sure it is. There's still like all right. So so we call him Elevation Dave now, is that what mm-hmm. we're calling? Because his original nickname was Diggity Dave back in his rock radio days. Oh, that's way better. We're going with that one. No, we can't. can't? He's Elevation Dave. Oh, he's now. a changed man. Fine. So like maybe if we get him out partying a little bit, then we can call him Diggity. Like all he's right. supposed to be at the media day tomorrow at um at Apex, but he's like. Helping like coach his kids' little league game. That's that's who. That's the fine rocker. That's elevation. (laughs) Davey Dave would have put like a cardboard cutout because he has the ability to make them over at elevation on the sideline and still come and hang out with us at Apex. (laughs) So yeah, no, I like it. So there's elevation Dave and there's diggity Dave. So we get we get out drinking one night and we get diggity Dave to come out with us as opposed to so like like elevation Dave you want there because he'll get you home safe. Diggity Dave you want with you because you'll you'll be safe wherever you wake up. (laughs) So we've got Blue Jay Josh Donaldson. And Yankee Josh Donaldson yeah, in very yeah. similar
1: fashion. Yeah, yeah
0: it's and it, it's it's good to see. Like that's again, that's that's one of those ones where those are mo builders, right? Because when you win those extra inning games, those walk offs, those struggles. So you you, Garrett Cole goes out and looks god awful in the first inning. Just doesn't look good in the first inning. You battle back. You get the runs. He pitches okay for the, as long as you need him to you keep building you keep going you keep fighting right You tie it up they go they take the lead you tie it up again and then you win it those are the ones that build a little bit of momentum for you because it's because now if you were able to beat the socks again today and you go up 2-0 on the season the socks start looking around going what are we gonna do to beat these freaking guys and you start looking around going we just know we're gonna win so i i don't know and and Everybody's freaking
1: about Judge's contract. Don't worry about Judge's con- contract. Let Judge worry about Judge's contract. Ooh, that's a, about it. that is an interesting take. That on this day here at the highway, that I thought you were not. I driving over here to the highway. I'm like, you know what? I bet we're going to open. I think LeVac is going to be pissed about the Judge contract. I think we're going to come out of the gates strong with Judge contract talk. And you have completely gone different than I well, thought here. So it, why is that? Well, because what what is it? <laughs> he said he's not going to
0: negotiate in year, right? All, all he's going to do is either prove that the Yankees offering him 30 and half million, million extension was not enough, or he's going to prove them right. The, this, is, this is the problem I have with, the, with, with my fellow Yankee fans. Like, I, very, I'm very presidential. My, <laughs> my fellow Yankee fans, listen to me closely as I explain to you the situation as to why you're stupid. Um, this is the same group of guys and women who piss and moan when somebody's on contract too long, Carlos Beltran too long, this one too long, that one too long, Jeter too long. Complain about it. Like you wouldn't believe, oh, they're under contract. And they're the ones who want to hand in a 10-year contract to a 30-year-old without even thinking twice, without a batting an eye at it. I'm okay with it if it happens. I would love for it to happen. Judge is the face of the Yankees. He's the face of baseball for a lot of people. There's people who know what Aaron Judge is who, don't, who couldn't put a base. If you put four balls in front, of him, wouldn't know which one was a baseball, but they know what Aaron Judge is because he's a Pepsi commercial or a Jersey Mike's commercial. I would love if the deal got done. But at the same time, these things have a way of, of, of working out. He's It's going to get done. It'll probably be done before the end of the year. This We're not going to negotiate because the season is bull crap. Judge isn't negotiating the season. His agent still is. So just chill out. It's going to happen. And then you complain about it one way or the other. It'll either be, I can't believe it was only seven because he's still good. Or it'll be, why did you give him 10 years? He's 40 years old now. Like No matter what it is, you're going to bitch about it anyway. So just shut up and wait for it to
1: happen. This in-season contract talk and wait till the end of the season stuff always has like a dirty undertone for me for executives and GMs and those type of decision makers because it always feels like to me that they're rooting for the success of that athlete to not hit what it's hit before because they know money-wise, hey, let's say Judge plays 100 games instead of 162 because of injury again. He bats 240, hits 35 home runs, 90 RBIs. Okay, you know what the Yankees... Um, they're going to root for the success of their team because it's the Yankees. Let's say the Yankees get in the playoffs, judge us and play well. Oh, hey, let's go back to that negotiation table, shall we, Aaron? Huh? Right, you know, like, right. Let's knock about 25 mil off. You can come back, no problem. So they know that if the Yankees as a team have success or judge, like you said, has a chance to prove them wrong, that number's going to skyrocket and they don't want that to happen. And that's, that's like the dirty secret of sports that no business wants to pay somebody more money when they're forced in a spot to pay them more money. The question is, does Aaron Judge's popularity resonate in another city? Like if he jumped, oh, yeah. we'll see, exactly, I'm with you too, oh, right? Yeah. Like if he jumps to San Francisco, let's just say maybe
0: not as much for the rest of the country, but that city is. Yes.
1: Yeah, like, like right now he's the face of baseball. For sure. I think he's one of the most popular players in baseball. And Trout's on the West Coast, and Otani's on the West Coast, but the Angels don't win. Uh Bryce Harper's really good for Philly. Bryce Harper, the Nationals won the World Series when he left, but he's in that conversation too. And I'm sure we could toss a few other young names out there. But yeah, if Aaron Judge went to another team, he would still be Aaron Judge. He'd still be right. popular. He, he, oh, I was going to say he could be even more appreciated, but I don't think that's the case. Yankee fans love him. Like he's loved in New York. It's not like there's a, I don't think I there's mean, a percentage of people unless it's now. I have to go LA would
0: we'll be the only place he could actually be more. But all but, right, let, let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. How many times in Judge's career has he played over 115 games?
1: 115? Yes. Oh God, that's a lower number than I thought. Uh, t- so he's two? going the
0: seventh season. Two, he played two times over 115 games, 148 games last year, 155 games in 2017. Now rookie year, he played 27, and then the 28 for 2020. You know, whatever. There's COVID, whatever. But he's almost always banged up. He's he's zero for 150. Yeah. So, so he. Oh, he, I'm sorry. Yeah, one, one, oh, 155 is a, in his second mm-hmm. year. So, he's under contract for 161 regular games still. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Everything's okay. It's not like if they don't sign him tomorrow, he walks out.
1: He's batting 400 right now. Let's keep keep that going. Let's go. Let me toss this wild theory at you. That could happen, all right? So many Yankee fans have yelled about getting rid of Stanton. It seems like from the moment the contract was signed, like, Stanton's got to go. He's got to go. He's the worst. He sucks. He strikes out. That contract was signed in Miami. Not, not here. Yes, <laughs> thank you for mighty Yankee put fans. That, put yeah, that out exactly there. right. Could this scenario happen if Stanton has a better season in 2022 than Judge? The Yankees are forced to pick between the two, and the Yankees decide they're going to take Stanton over Judge. Would Yankee fan be pissed off with the franchise? If they yep. said, "Okay, yep." Mm-hmm. They don't like they don't like Stan. They just don't like him. They don't. They never have. And they pro-
0: they may never ever. I mean, Stan's that guy. If he if he would. <laughs> he went three for four with two home runs and five RBIs, they'd be like, what happened to the other at bat? <laughs> What'd you do? What yeah, why don't you play the field loser? Like <laughs> no matter what he does, they're always gonna be against him. But he's uh he, he was nothing like he cost you nothing, basically. Like everybody looks at the number, you didn't give up much to get him. And on top of the fact, they gave you money. Miami gave you money with him. It, it's, that's like you're going i need a car but i'm not in a rush and your neighbor goes i got this escalator over here if you want it you can have it uh, doesn't know uh, i might need new tires but uh it's basically yours so it, it's supposed to be 800 dollars
1: a month you can have it for 200 dollars a month
0: yes please mm-hmm. thank you i'm good let's Say go again.
1: it's gonna get dirty because of that too right like i could see the undertones coming because of judge saying no to that contract which you and i both looked at and thought okay Guy's betting on himself because mm-hmm. I don't have to do it right now. I think but. I can have a season where I can stay healthy, put up better numbers, be in the MVP conversation. Everyone's giving love to Toronto and all the other teams in the AL East except my Orioles. Uh we can be better. So he's betting on himself. But I wonder if press wise the Yankees are gonna turn that against Judge at some point like Cash. Well they already like, tried. There you go. Hey, there he uh, tried. Right, right. Yeah. Go Is, Judge mm-hmm. Is Judge Mike Trout. Is Aaron Judge Mike Trout? No, I think Trout's more productive, but he's more right. – I would say Aaron Judge is more popular than Mike Trout, but not a better player.
0: So that's – so you're – got to get you a microphone. <laughs> so yeah. what – Yeah. Yeah, well, 7 and 7 years at 31 and a half. 7 or 31 and a half. But a hundred million But it's – and the problem that I have with it is – because I don't necessarily mind the money because the money – doesn't it doesn't even matter but it's you you have to own the fact as a Yankee fan who's complaining right now that they're not doing this deal that if you pay him what he wants you're paying him part of that to be a player but a lot of that to be your ad campaign like it's not even really you're not paying him based on what he does on the field the guy's never hit 300. but you're paying him because you love him and that he's gonna sell a lot of tickets and and you know he's gonna the hideaway hey it's Aaron Judge, I love going to the hideaway and eating a chicken sandwich. Like, that's why you're paying him because his face is going to be everywhere. I don't, right, well, that's true. That's true. That's
1: true. That's true. Keep that's true. that mic away from me. That's that's right, you look at Aaron Judge and you look at Jeff
0: Levac and tell me which one you're going to believe knows where a good chicken sandwich is more. Okay. All right. Listen, I want to find a gym. I'm following, I'm following Judge. I want to find the best chicken sandwich up here in Saratoga. I'm following Levac to the hideaway. Okay. All right. All right. I'm glad oh, you there's feel there's like there.
1: this will not be a distraction. I'm no, curious. no, I, I
0: think it's gonna be for other people. Oh, okay. I think we will be I think fans are gonna complain about it all along, but I don't like all you've done is give one more reason to motivate Judge to play great baseball. <laughs> like like I don't I don't see like I know that like in sports now we've all been led to believe that you have to sign a new deal before your old deal is over. He's under contract for 161 regular season games still. He's under contract for this postseason, no matter however long that is. And during that time, I get to talk to his agent all the way along. We're not negotiating. You know what? I'm not negotiating, Chad. I'm not going to negotiate with you during the show. Hey, Jeff, here's double the money. Negotiation <laughs> over. You win. Like <laughs> if you call his agent, John Danielle is here. Oh, hilarious! Um, is, he didn't lock the door.
1: Negotiation um, <laughs> started.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, such, it's such a stupid thing you hear that like, we're not going to negotiate during the season. What do you pay your agent to do? Negotiate. So is he feel Freaking fly balls and, and right, or is he going to take the phone calls when Brian Cashman calls him? He's going to take the calls. And if he gets a deal that's good enough, he's going to call Judge and go, Big fella, I think we should take this one.
1: It's it's just stupid. Can we promise this that when the summer hits, I know the New York media is going to do this because of how contracts work. I Says late, the
0: New York media.
1: <laughs> late May, early June, you know the rumors are going to start of Are the Yankees going to trade Aaron Judge? Oh, sorry, people Yanke- are already talking about Oh, it. I know. FAN's already talking about it. There is no way. There's no way I'm done betting oh, I, things with my hair, so I mm. can't do that anymore. But Judge or Soto? Oh, I would take yeah. Soto, <laughs> right? <laughs> I would take Soto if, if the deal's out there. The yeah. deal's
0: out there, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but it, the problem is too with Soto. Judge, like everything that we're saying on why we like rational humans aren't freaking out. Good GMs are looking at it going, dude's 30, never played, never, you know, he's, he's played over 115 games twice in his career. Eh, Maybe wait and see. Maybe Why are we going to give up things and go for them? Unless the, unless the Yankees – if the Yankees spiral the drain, if they are crap this year, dude, everybody. Who wants to go? <laughs>
1: I just thought about the Angels all of a sudden because I thought, can you imagine the Angels? You have Trout, judge on a, a affordable contract for a rental, Otani, and you have a bunch of minor league pitchers. You drafted nothing but pitchers, and the Yankees get like five arms for – that's just something I think – I don't think it's going to happen, but just well, – I know it's coming here in the, the summer. The Chapman deals.
0: If the Yankees know they're not going to make the playoffs mm. or not make a real run, you sit down with Judge's agent and you go, what do you want? Okay. We're going to trade him. He's going to have a chance to go win another ring. And then we're going to give you exactly what you want to come back. What's that? Hmm. Well, no, because he's going to win when he comes back here. That's, uh, you know, it's... That's... <laughs> Listen, nobody... Go start drinking again. <laughs> Your heart be damned. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i love judgy i don't want him to go anywhere but at the same time if if, these things these things have a way of working out like like everybody everybody's freaking out now the same ones who freaked out about Kano and and sanchez i just wanted that one look you gotta make smart business there's a point where you have to look at the other person and go i'm okay with you leaving it's the same in relationships how many times has jordan looked at you your wife and said guys i'm okay with you leaving
1: uh, she's not with me this weekend, if that's what you mean. There you go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And, that, and, and, and who's, for me, and who's yeah. the boss? Well, she's not listening, so I'll say that for <laughs> okay. a moment. and Edit that out in post-production. There's a point where you guys, the,
0: the, the you can't let one one side of a relationship have all the power. You can't do it. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Donaldson hits the game with a new shortstop. And then the same Yankee fans who were going, how the, the – uh, what is, uh, gave up everything for this Donaldson? He's not even that good at it. I don't know if he can shave. I don't know if he's a chin. He may not even have a face under there. I don't know. And now
1: they're, all like, they're all like, there's Josh Donaldson shirts flying off the freaking shelves. Let's add to Gary Sanchez, too, by the way. I don't know. The poor Minnesota announcers are like flipping out.
0: It's a walk-up.
1: Caught at the warning track. Sanchez and the (laughs) Twins lose it. Very John (laughs) Sterling-like by the Minnesota (laughs) Broadcasting (laughs) team.
0: Bottom of the ninth, two outs. Sanchez almost the walk-off. Listen, there's one way I can guarantee that you'll enjoy today's Yankees-Red Sox game. Here at the Hideaway. Amazing food. Great drinks. Sober Chad. You may never see that again. (laughs) Um, And and it's all going on right now. I'll make sure I try to do at least some of his drinking. Some. Not not all. Um, And We're going to have a blast. We always have fun here. A million TVs gigantic deck it's it's wet right now it's, it's slippery when wet um so be careful out there very clean patio trim the hedges looks even bigger the deck that is the patio same size always looks great um <laughs> and i noticed that the, i was told that uh, they're increasing the size of the parking if you know what that means
1: brown chicken brown cow oh
0: man i, I might google
1: that later <gasps> oh <No>? okay uh does <laughs> <laughs> this button do Oh, not sorry. Like that's, that's, uh, that's appropriate. That's right,
0: appropriate. Right. Uh, listen, if you um, all right, enough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to talk about my good friend, uh, Cindy Martin, real quick. Cindy Martin over at the Jen Caram team at Howard Hannah Realty. She is my realtor, she'll be your realtor. She's uh, the thing I like about her is it's not like I've never heard her say client before. Like, uh, like she'll hit me up for help, like, hey, a techie, do you this, this, and this, and it's never like my client needs it. She's like one of my people because you're her people. like She works locally. She works locally. She's going to help you find a place no matter where you need to be, no matter what you're looking to get from your new house. She's going to work with you. She can be realistic with you. She can help you get it done. She works with the best team of local inspectors, insurance agents, attorneys to make sure that you're taken care of. It is so scary selling or buying property right now because of interest rates and everything else. Take the fear out of it. Work with Cindy, Cindy Martin, Cynthia Martin at Howard 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558. Um, you can call her, you can email her, you can yell over at the uh, at the Empire games this season, Cindy. She'll be like, Go, Empire, sell my house, call me after the game. <laughs> 518-932-5558. I got you. Um, like that's who she is. to be honest with you, too. Not only does she sell and, and help you buy a realty, I've had like four people call the office. Matt Woods will come over me and go, Your friend Cindy? She said like six people call this week for tickets. Nice. <laughs> she Cindy will sell anything. So if you're looking to sell your house, uh property, whatever it is, Cindy Martin, Cynthia Martin at 518-932-5558. I love my friend Cindy. You will love her too. She will work hard for you to make sure you're getting the perfect deal for your home, whether you're buying or selling. Uh guys, this is this was um I didn't get to I didn't get to pay attention to this game because I was busy with with
1: Empire stuff. U Albany upset Syracuse? Yeah, the U Albany. Shout out to Coach Scott Marr and his team Scotty for taking Maher. down the orange. Uh, I was at an establishment, let's say across the street from U- was UAlbany. Was it across the street from pub? Yes. Was it that one? Okay, yeah, it was that. Uh, All right. Proud sponsor. I always I wonder know. how they came up with that name. So I'm there, and it's packed with Albany people. They're taking up my trivia spot. How dare they? And I'm oh. like, what's up with the Albany crowd tonight? And then in, in the back, a bunch of Syracuse. I'm like, tonight's the night. So yeah. already out of the gates, I forgot about face-off between those two teams. And the what game gets underway, space? pouring rain, but Albany does it. And I'm not trying to undermine the victory of Albany. It's a great. Sounds like game. you're
0: undermining the victory of UAlbany.
1: Boy, I, I might hear it a second, but. Here's what I feel bad about for what that could have been. First for what of all, that
0: could, okay, yeah. Pouring
1: rain could have had a better crowd. If, if it's a Saturday game, could have had a better crowd. Yeah. Uh, you Albany in not doing great this can season. I, can
0: I pick apart your points as you do them? Sure. Let's let's now, reset it. Dead. Let's go back now here. that I am um, in you know the administrative office of a of a sports franchise. I think mm-hmm. I have a. I think I have. I, I take umbrage with some of the things you're saying right now. Okay, let's start with the schedule. Thursday
1: night rather than a weekend game.
0: When are both teams available and when are both teams' facilities available?
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> w-
0: weather. Okay, uh, tell me, if, you, if Mark Benson finds a way to control the weather, he will either have to work for Cobra and fight G.I. Joe, or he is God. So you
1: can't control that. How about both teams not being nationally ranked or not as good as they've been in the past few years? Was that done before or after the game was scheduled? After.
0: Let me, know, let me know when you get something that actually matters.
1: Uh, and one other one aware. I was going to say, the guy who originally scheduled the game was John Desco, who finally decided, all right, we're actually going to play at Albany. He's no longer the head coach of Syracuse. Gary Gate, the legendary player is the head coach, and they're going through recruiting stuff. So I don't know. It, it feels like, look, if it happened three years ago, pre-COVID, when it could have been packed and everybody's there and, and Albany's having some of the best teams in school history, that could have been like the defining moment of, wow, U Albany lacrosse is the best lacrosse team in New York state. This felt like, uh, they beat a Syracuse team. That's not as good in a bad weather game with a U Albany team. That's not yet. It didn't have the payoff that I had hoped. And maybe like you said, it's out of everybody's control. I just wish the payoff was How, bigger for it. So, so here's, here's, I'm, I'm not just going to say this
0: about you. It's, it's both of us, right? We love you. Albany lacrosse We love Scott Marr. We love the entire U Albany sports program. We've we've had great memories. Greg Gattuso, is, as I count him as one of my favorite, like one of my best friends, um, who I haven't talked to in like a week and a half. So I'm gonna get yelled at. Um, <laughs> we didn't know the game was happening. Things happen in your life where you you know you're paying attention to other things, whatever. You're you're building Godzilla. I'm working with the Empire and trying to take time to talk sports with you a couple hours a week. Everyone who knew that game was happening is not thinking the way you're thinking. Everyone who knew that game is happening is thinking, you already just beat Syracuse. It could be the worst Syracuse ever and the best you Albany team ever. And it's still you beat Cuse. You beat one of the blue bloods of lacrosse. I think you are overanalyzing it and 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 rightfully so as a fan. That's what you do, you're an analyst to a degree. Um, but I think at the same time, that's a program building win. That's the kind of win now that when somebody's on the fence, like they're like, I could be a bench warmer or or I could I could fight for a spot in Syracuse, or I could really I could really make a difference at Albany. But man, I've always wanted to be in Q's, and I'm never going to Albany's not going to be Q's. Oh, Albany be Q's? Like you know those kind of things. And that when you start getting that guy is when you start getting the guy above that guy and that guy and that guy and that guy. And that guy. Like Sky Mars already got the best players in the country, the the Thompson trio, and you know I go on and on. Blaze Reardon and Connor Fields and on and on. But now, I think, I think winning a game like that suits you as getting the next level of guy where they're calling you instead of you calling them. And Cuse got to play again. They got to play again. So you probably play at Cuse next time, and then eventually Cuse comes to you and you beat him again on a Saturday night when it, when it matters. But it's, it's, it's a big deal that, that you Albany be beat Syracuse.
1: It's a big deal. Yeah, looking at it from another perspective like you just offered there, what if they lost the game? You know, Cuse's no one would noticed. Right. Q's <laughs> down, supporting rain. You Albany as a local program here needed a moment like that. It's been a rough couple months here for U Albany, whether it involves the basketball program. Look, you Albany women's basketball got to the NCAA tournament. That's awesome. Sienna got upset in the Mac. I, I know I'm crossing schools here, though, but U uh, like,
0: Albany uh, uh, former wide receiver Don McDonald uh, signed with the Albany Empire. There you go. I was going to say the
1: Empire haven't kicked off yet, so they're going to provide some great moments here for the. Capital Region and everything else, and maybe locally they needed Capital Region Sports Fans. We needed that moment to happen. I just wish the payoff was bigger. And maybe you're right. Maybe the payoff will come two years from now or a year from now. Not on a soaked Thursday night, but when you Albany's consistently better than Syracuse, that could have been but the spark. This is of it. a
0: fickle sport, too, though. You know, it really is. It's it's one of those ones because you think about it, even like when you Albany was, you know, playing deep into the tournament and stuff like that. There were people who cared. There were people who didn't it's just it, lacrosse is a fickle sport right now you've got you've got the Firewolves playing uh we're going to be there the Albany empire we're going to be there on the 16th we're we'll part of that game and in, the, in their halftime they're going to they're going to have us come out and uh we're going to have a blast we can't wait to support our roommates but uh you know lacrosse fans are fickle they are fi- it's a fickle group like i i tell you it's it's one of the most fun games indoor lacrosse is is i, I kind of i I jokingly call it mocky it's like mock hockey (laughs) because they do the line changes a a lot and everything so like i love the outdoor game i'm learning to love the indoor game again but when you get everybody rocking inside that building like it's it's a blast so hopefully we'll get everybody packing that place on on the 16th and we can all we can all celebrate together a a firewalls victory but the cross fan is weird like i'll see somebody who go to every single game at u albany and then i can tell uh, hey how how was it to be there when they beat when they beat q's oh i had to i had to you know wash my butt wait you washed your butt over going to see syracuse play you albany like it's just like lacrosse fan is weird they'll pick the weirdest reason to not go to things <laughs> i mean maybe not they exactly what butt. Butt. <laughs> i'm saying like it's just stuff you <laughs> no, stuff, like something you bite, could do a different yeah. time with different things and whatever and like people i don't know lacrosse fans weird lacrosse fan is just a weird weird breed it's a mix between bros and bros like rich and in- you know, Pot any anybody beef. who's, who's had a reason to pay attention to lacrosse for more than three weeks loves lacrosse. But if you, if you watch like one game and you don't go back, you don't think about it again. Like if your kid played lacrosse and you went to like, you went to five or six games, you like I played lacrosse at Colony, like my freshman year and a little more. And, uh, my mom went to a bunch of games. My mom talked about lacrosse all the time. I wish you were still playing that game with the stick. <laughs> I'm like baseball. No, I hated it when you played baseball. It was terrible. Like uh, lacrosse (laughs) i was like yeah okay you know what i mean it was like (laughs) like that's that's it it's just you got to get people into it that's the whole thing uh we are live LeBac and guys live at the hideaway um very very excited to be here cannot cannot wait for yankees baseball i gotta see which tvs we're having so we're the masters on half tvs yankees baseball on the other ones and we're gonna rock and roll have a good time eat some good food drink some cold beers and have a blast you want to do a little q a then
1: q and eight and the day i gotta lead off with this one from our former producer uh, the artist formerly known as Matt Woods, now that there's two battling for the title. The real Matt Woods one. works for me. Zero, there was so much more potential with our masters updates back in the day and shared that ringer update they do every year now of the dancing mascots. And... <laughs> and look, it was it was good in 2020. Like laugh out loud, funny. 2021. Now I feel like they're just going back to the well. Look, they got a million views on it. It's working. It's nine minutes long. Nine minutes for the update. What it's if, still funny. If you had come up with it, how smart would it be? Brilliant. I think it should
0: have been nominated for a Mercedes <laughs> broadcast. It is funny. I just I like, maybe my it's attention span different. is
1: so small nine now. minutes is a long time. I that's like right. Ninety minutes, minutes is, is
0: ridiculous. I don't know why anybody would ever pay attention to something for 90 minutes. That's way, way too long. Uh Jared Lozier, tequila shot. So we might have to do a tequila shot in honor of our boy Jared, who's not here today. <laughs> he's just he's just a <laughs> tortuga. He's not like dead or anything. Um so that's that. Uh Gurkha, <laughs> sup boys. Thanks,
1: Gurkha. There uh, he is. I miss him at the hideaway. Get him yeah. back here. Can I do this one involving Tony Khan from AEW? Do I got this one from Brian Katie and JJ shared this. This is Tony Khan at his best right here. So the leader of, A- oh, my God, did he delete the tweet? Oh. oh, we might have to delete the tweet situation. Oh, my good. Oh, here we go. Uh, Tony Khan wrote this yesterday. An independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti-AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff of running thousands of accounts and an army of robots to signal to boost them. Look closely. These aren't even real people criticizing us who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing. That's right. The leader of AEW is convinced. Actually, everyone loves his company. Nobody criticizes him. And the people who criticize him are actually robots. I don't even care
0: about his company.
1: <laughs> did he, did, um, was it was urban Meyer, a robot.
0: <laughs> This is was, an ex- the, was the girl that he was
1: blasted in the <laughs> butt uh, at a bar a robot yeah uh, yeah Tony Khan and Shad Khan the Jags and AEW and everything else oh my God that's like a whole level of rich people where you are doing things at such a high level it came off like a mix between a spoiled rich kid and a little bit of like President Donald Trump of like just altering how they view the world of how they do it yeah just did so yeah get ready for those reactions to that comment that's come out. <laughs> How
0: about uh how about the old uh, Tom Gross? Do you think the Yankees can compete for the division? Hello from Yankee Stadium. No, I don't think they can compete for it. I think they're gonna win it. That's what I think. I, I picked him to finish fourth, Tom. Well, so I feel even better. Uh Corey, Corbin Greenwich. Um, Bills go all out. Debo Samuel. Can you imagine if the Bills traded for Debo? Diggs, Debo, Davis, Knox, offense would be stacked. Um, I think there's a huge price tag on the I don't I think you would have to just blow them away to give up Debo because he he is what that offense is built around so I I believe
1: Corey for those who don't know that story why he's suggesting Debo Samuel is that Debo pulled a Kyler Murray and removed all of his Niner themed stuff on Instagram yeah so that's the new thing if you remove your team from Instagram you're automatically wanting to get traded why would why would Debo Samuel Mm want to leave San Francisco why would he want to they use him constantly it's just I
0: think it's just to get more money like obviously, which is which. Good, good for you. If, if you do a little, you know, it's it's, it's this is the kids do in the dating. They change the social media
1: to single, and then the girl gets all upset or the guy gets all upset. I would love, love ESPN or Yahoo or NFL Network to let Debo Samuel have running back, wide receiver eligibility next year in fantasy football because he gets carries. Like yeah. he is a he is what Ted Ginn and Percy Harvard were supposed to be. He is that good. He's an offensive weapon. Yes. Again, it's almost like with Cordero Patterson in
0: Atlanta, where like you hear these converse, these press conferences before a season starts, where a coach goes, You know, Devin Hester's a special kind of player. We just got to find a way to get the ball in his hand nine, ten times a game. Hey, uh coach, we you want to hand it to him? What? <laughs> no, but like three-point returns. They said, well, coach, we, we just we just hand it to him like six times, and then, then we're guaranteed to get at least six times with the ball at you're stupid. Now people are doing it. Now
1: it's like not that bad. <laughs> you know what? I got this question. Is Debo Samuel if that me that move Corey talked about? Would he be the best running back on the Bills? Ooh. Yeah, right? That's tough. I'm mm. leaning towards yes. I know Devin Singletary did okay in the playoffs, and I know they could potentially look at the draft again this year, but if you told no. me Debo Samuel got 15 carries <laughs> for the Bills and you had digs on the outside, that's well. Oh. The biggest thing about <gasps> Debo
0: too is you got to remember you've got to know how to use that guy because we just said like like there's certain teams that are willing to hand you the ball, throw you the ball, do everything you have to do. There's teams that you're a wide receiver, you play a wide receiver, you're a running back, you play a running back. You like there's you you play your role. I don't know. I think he's I think he's somebody that like if he's being smart, if Debo Samuel's being smart, you take a million or two less to play for Kyle Shanahan wherever he is. Cause yes. it's just, he's going to use you the road. Right Maybe a Josh McDaniels willing to do a little crazy stuff. Maybe obviously Arthur, Arthur Smith is, but like you need to play for a guy who is willing to give you the ball the way he gives you, who schemes the offense around you where it's like, all right, obviously my quarterback, whoever the hell that's going to be, is going to touch the ball the most. You're touching the second most. I don't care if I'm throwing it to you, you're running it. Um, I don't. I don't care if we we skip it across the pond to you. You're touching the football the second most, and that's all there is to it. Uh, Jared Delaney headed there for dinner. Oh, he's coming to the Hideaway for dinner, uh, so he misses us in the afternoon.
1: Just listen to the podcast in the afternoon. Subscribe, yeah. download, rate and review. Stick yeah. it right in there plug it in your car like a seatbelt, and you can listen to us in the afternoon whatever you want.
0: Don't use this as a seatbelt. That is that's bad. Uh, John Quigley throwing a little hoo at me, son bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corey, bringing up. Frank Gore getting a one day contract with the Niners. You know what? I don't think Frank Gore's retired. Well, he, well, there's I don't I think Frank Gore's retired. I don't know if Frank Gore retired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. Do. Like like I'm not retired from radio. I, I didn't retire from radio. I kind of did. I left. Um but I'm retired from radio because I was calling off from a job. <laughs> <laughs> um I I just I guess with Frank Gore I don't know if I see him... I, you know what? Honestly, I still see him as a you, as a Miami guy. Like, I guess if, if he... No knees? Yeah. If he wants to... It, I don't like the one-day contract, but again, I would have trouble deciding exactly what I saw Frank Gore as. Obviously, he made the majority of his yards in his playing time in San Francisco. He's a 49er. But, like, there's a part of me, too, that, like, sees him in all these different uniforms. So I guess if... if for somebody like that to clarify, aggravates me slightly less than a guy who's like, I spent my entire career in Dallas... But one week I played for the Broncos,
1: so I'm going to retire as a oh, shout out. That speaks to how long ago Frank Gore was a niner, like yeah. eight years ago. Does that sound right? Yep. The Super Bowl with the Ravens, like eight years ago? Man, You want one more? Let's do one more. Uh, hi, Gazi. Uh, Corey from uh,
0: Greenwich. Um, give me your East and West team in the NBA Finals, Gazi.
1: East and West finals in the NBA, Corey asked for. Yes. Uh, I would go Phoenix and Golden State in the West. Too many good shooters on those teams. I think Phoenix can actually beat them now. Uh, The East, boy, Boston, Philly, and Milwaukee. I took Milwaukee in December, but Philly's playing better and Boston's playing better. So you know what? That being said, I got Phoenix and Golden State in the West, and I will take Boston and Philly in the East.
0: I'm gonna go Boston over Memphis because that'd be a fun finals. Oh, you want the Grizzlies to get all the way with John ja Morant. Yeah. Oh and then Boston, as much as I don't love Boston, I do like watching them play basketball. Them versus John ja Morant and the Grizzlies would be a phenomenal finals. Ooh, see what that pays on DraftKings right now. I don't know. I bet the I bet the Celtics a while back. I was drunk, I didn't mean to do it.
1: <laughs> Can't get Couldn't out of that too late.
0: Couldn't help it. Now it's worth a bunch. Like, let's go. Um all right so that's it we're uh, we're here at the Highway come on by say hello always come to the hideaway it is great food great people um amazing drinks a bunch of stuff on draft they can the best Bloody Marys in the capital region um just just always always have a blast over here and of course golf season is is about to about to happen so get here start planning out what tournaments you're going to play in start planning out you know when you're going to be able to get here swinging clubs because it is worth it each and every time the Highway is Sartorial Golf Club thank you for having us I ain't going nowhere. We're watching the game. We're
1: hanging out here watching a little. Oh, bit that's of right. You game. don't yeah. have a family right now.
0: Yeah, you can actually. guys gets to do what he wants. I'm a darker than I thought when he said, <laughs> "Hello, guys. I have your family. Um, <laughs> what like? What would you do if you weren't here watching the Yankees with me? What I'd be doing? I'd probably be editing audio, which is not fun. Right, like, what's, it, do what do you later. do? What do you do for fun now, guys? Like, what's what's fun? When you don't like, if there wasn't the show, uh, Jordan and and Rexzilla we at a family thing, so they weren't there. And you were just like, oh, I finally get to watch, listen to. Build. I would
1: probably binge on a show. I get like, if I like, you know, when you're married or engaged or single, you might get like, this is like spring, so there's no good sports on like oh, football-wise. Yeah, baseball. Like, But you get baseball afternoon right now. So like that window you're talking about before the show, like that noon to four is tough sometimes. I probably would catch up on some TV shows right now. I don't think I'd golf because I stink at golf. Maybe I'd hit the gym. I hit the gym. I go downstairs. Oh. All right, I allow this sounding depressing. All right. Well, some, <laughs> I didn't. all right. Well, there it is. <laughs> Give me some advice, Lebe. Maybe That's what you uh, the advice should be.
0: Uh, make sure you join us at uh, media day tomorrow at Apex. Jamie says she'll be there. I would hope so. I'm paying you to be there. Um,
1: advice: <laughs> <laughs> right, Get more hobbies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, in your hobby. I mean, think of all that you could do—the golf simulator at Apex, which gets you ready to come back here and swing the clubs at Saratoga Lake. You could do uh, shoot some zombies. You could play some. You could do a little bowling. You could play a bunch of different. Gos has to pay for me to do everything, so I'm fine with it. We'll go crazy. Oh shoot, I um, thought you forgot. Nope, never. Like an <laughs> elephant. A built like an elephant and a memory like one um so listen come by there for um for empire media day we'd love it everybody thank you so much to techies fire and water restoration thanks to the highway, thanks to godzilla media thanks to uh to you and, and here's some advice for you make sure you have more hobbies so that when someone asks you what they are you don't sound as depressing as god's